0: good morning and welcome to another beautiful sunday and another episode of spiritual fortitude with dr angela kennel i am she it is a pleasure to be with you once again uh this sunday last sunday was pretty interesting uh (laughs) i got some feedback so if you listen to it you know that it was a little different um with me being the host and the guest but uh uh nevertheless I uh I truly enjoyed it. I'm a, I'm going to openly admit to you. I was a little nervous how I, you know I would handle uh being on for 1 hour uh all alone, but to God be the glory. He got me through it. So <laughs> but I am here this Sunday with uh, an awesome guest. So uh we're going to get into it in a little bit. But first um I just do want to say good morning to our listeners. And uh, I pray that uh, this episode would be a blessing to you. Um, the sun is shining brightly and beautifully here in Atlanta. Beautiful day. And so I pray that wherever you are around the world, that your day is just as beautiful as that sunshine outside right now. So let's go before God in prayer. Father God, thank you so much for yet another day and another opportunity just to simply tell you thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your new mercies every day that you bless us with. Thank you for your grace and your unfailing love, your unchanging love, your eternal love for us, your children. We honor you right now this morning. And we just thank you for what you're doing and, and what you're going to do, Lord. You, you're just good no matter what it looks like in this world. You are good always. And we just give you praise for that. Father God, I pray that this episode is just um, stamped with you all over it. Bless my guest and bless us here at the station. And I pray that those that have an ear to hear will be blessed as well. Um, I just want you to always, uh, be present. Um, because it's your show first and foremost, father God It's your show. And, uh, I'm just so grateful to you for trusting me, um, to, uh, to, to drive it to where it needs to be each and every Sunday. So I, I thank you personally. Thank you for that father God. And, um, I just, uh, want those that have an ear to hear to understand that the purpose of this show is for your glory first and foremost and for them to understand who you are and to know that no matter what they face in their life no matter what through their faith in you and their trust in you all things are possible and the victory is ours for the taking it's in jesus name we pray amen so Um, I have, um, before I even go into it, I just want to explain uh, something to you. So, you know, uh, normally uh, with the show, I do the spiritual fortitude praise break at the bottom of the hour, which is still there. However, I've added something new and uh, it's called the Selah moment. And um, if uh, those of you that aren't familiar with the word Selah, it's a Hebrew word and it refers to um, a voluntary and intentional pause. When you hear the word Selah, it's pause. And in the book of Psalms, it's like uh, that word is there for like 71 times in uh, the book of Psalms alone, Selah. So anytime you see that word Selah, you are to pause, intentionally pause for um, a moment of reflection. Now, in times of pausing, God gives us a revelation um, that transforms our perspective and thus bringing us closer to him. Having a Selah moment positions us to hear his voice and be in his presence. So from now on, every time uh, I do the opening prayer, the next thing you will hear is a song which will be referred to as the Selah moment. So I hope it blesses you this morning. We have um, as our first Selah song, Selah moment song, I'm sorry, uh, Everlasting God by William Murphy. Witness of the Lord, Hallelujah, and that was our Selah moment. And you just heard um, "Everlasting God" by William Murphy. So now it is time to bring in my guest, Mrs. Aisha Thomas. is a wife, mother, and she affectionately calls herself Gamma. I said Gamma. Okay, it's cute. Aisha is an ambassador for Christ, a three-time published author and a licensed clinical social worker. Aisha has a virtual private practice called Purpose Driven Counseling, where she provides psychotherapy online for mostly adults 18 and up. Aisha is a firm believer that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Amen. As a survivor of many past traumas, Aisha combines her firm faith and expertise in clinical social work to give inspiration and encouragement to others. Aisha began her education with Grace Bible College, earning an associate's in biblical studies. She then ventured on to earn an undergraduate degree in organizational leadership and finally a master's degree from ASU, Albany State University, in social work. She uses her vast education to offer treatment and hope to those who are suffering. Aisha is also the founder of YAB, which stands for You Are Beautiful. Beautiful. A ministry for young girls and women where she hosts a yearly conference for them to uplift, encourage, educate, and pray for them. When she isn't encouraging others in their faith, you can find her traveling, enjoying the beach, and spending time with her family. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming Mrs. Aisha Thomas. Good morning.
1: Good morning how are you (laughs) i am well i am well how are you i'm good and welcome to spiritual
0: fortitude thank you so much for your yes aisha um we reminisced a little bit uh because yes we are both from the same hometown big Mm -hmm. ups to dawson georgia and uh we were just reminiscing (laughs) about times of uh playing as kids at my grandmother's house on cherry street yep Yes, ma'am. So uh, I uh, I truly cherish that. I told her I had a picture of it when she was a kid. I got to find it so I can let her see herself in action. But uh, it is truly a blessing to have you here. And thank you so much for your yes. Thank you so very much. I've had you on my list since last year. I have a big, long list of people that I desire to have on the show. But I allow God to tell me when. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, it's time for Aisha." show amen yeah so when i reached out to you i was so happy to hear back and you you said yes i was like yes lord thank you (laughs) i'm always grateful because you don't have to appear but the fact that you took the time to come up you and your husband mr Derek thomas he's here supporting her as well and so thank you guys for being here today thank you for having us yes so i did not know First and foremost, now I knew I knew that you were a licensed clinical social worker, but I didn't know about your educational background, so you started out in biblical studies now was yes. was did you have
1: a call on your life early on
0: before oh, yes. this?
1: Yes, so <clears throat> so many years ago, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I remember being at home at my grandfather's house. I was raised by my grandfather and my aunt, mm-hmm. and I had a dream. And in this dream, it was as if God was telling me to come. He was saying, come. Back during that time, I didn't understand it. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand the dream. I didn't understand what he meant. It kind of scared me, to be honest with you. But over the years, I began to understand the calling. He was calling me to come to him Mm. as far as to be a part of the kingdom. Yes, and. So it started many years ago. Wow! And um, so fast forward, my husband and I actually graduated with our associates together in biblical studies. That's what's up. Many years later, Mm -hmm. yes.
0: That is awesome. It's nothing. I have a man of God by your side that truly understands the calling on your life. Yes. Um, you know, and, and even in my communicating with him this morning, I see, I saw it quickly that he honors that. And yes. that's a beautiful thing. Yes. When yes. your your partner honors, you know, mm-hmm. you being called to ministry because that's huge. Yes. Yeah, and to have a mate that supports that is so important. Yes. So yes. important. I
1: thank God. Come on, Jesus.
0: Yes, yes Lord. thank God for it. <laughs>
1: I'm praying for the same thing <laughs>
0: so um you finished at grace bible college and then um you went on to earn an undergraduate degree in organizational leadership yes and then what from or being in organizational leadership
1: what led you to social work though interesting so my mom's oldest sister she passed away mm-hmm. she was a social worker okay and when i was a kid and um, she lived lived in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and when I was a kid, I used to always be intrigued by the stories wow. she would share, and I and I used to think, "Wow, I want to help people. I yeah. want to be that person to help people." The second part to that is the way I was not raised by my parents, uh-huh. and so um I always had like this. I think I always had this inner. Mm-hmm. Thing in me to want to just help people wow. because of what I went through as well. Right. So along with my aunt's stories and things like that, mm-hmm. um, I didn't pursue it right away mm-hmm. because at first when I went off, I thought I was going to be a nurse. Wow. <laughs> okay. And um, so I end up, um, I was like, hmm. So I started out with school counseling mm-hmm. after that, and I was like, well, this this is not a good fit either and I went and spoke with the one of the directors over the social work program mm-hmm. and immediately she was like this is where you're supposed to be wow and honestly i didn't i did not start with like this because of me being a single parent trying to go to school mm-hmm. working on my my undergrad right you know initially
2: mm-hmm.
1: i did not have the best gpa i was struggling it was it was really hard mm-hmm. But what happened, um, I had to write a letter to the social work department, and I had to present, you know, they had to interview me. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, they're going to look at my GPA and be like, where she thinks she going? (laughs) (laughs) And so my life has always been like testimony, uh, like a testimony, mm -hmm. like nothing just happens. You know, it always had to be something where God is like, I did it again, Mm -hmm. you know, and so I was like, so they, they interviewed me and I was sitting in there and I'm thinking, oh, I don't know what they're thinking. So, but eventually they were like, um, got back with me and mm-hmm. it was like, you were accepted into the program.
0: Amen. And
1: so I knew that was God, yes. you know, and I thanked him. I still thank him for giving me another opportunity because it goes to show you may start out one way, mm-hmm. you know, but that is not the end. Not That's the not end. how it's going to end. That's right. And so, that's that's how I end up with my master's in social work.
2: Wow. It was a God
0: thing. Wow. It seems as if, from what you're telling me, it seems as if he's like, everything, every good thing, they gonna know it came they from Him. They gonna me. know. They gonna
1: know. Let me Amen. tell you. Amen. Every, even to the license. Amen. Getting my license. Mm-hmm. It was him, you know, every time. Look at Every God. time, so
0: that's what i'm talking about so you got into the field of social oh let let me so so you you got your masters at albany state yes so you are a golden ram
1: golden ram
0: all right all <laughs>
2: right ah,
0: you know i i i have somebody that i'm truly fond of she's about to well actually i have a cousin that's about to be a freshman and i another young lady she's so so sweet um and she's about to become a golden ram too so it's like lord (laughs) i'm gonna have golden rams in my life forever because of course you know we have family members but the 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 irony of that is that i went to the rival school (laughs) for valley state but uh we go back and forth uh me and some of my relatives but uh we could do that but anybody outside of hbcu don't 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 go there We, we don't play that uh, only among HBCUs can we do that, and, and I don't mean no harm because I, I don't have anything against PWIs, but no, 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 you <laughs> you can't join that. Okay, you can't talk. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, just a little side here, okay? <laughs> let me get back. <laughs> but um, so Aisha, once you 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 finish your master's in social work, um, what what made you decide? You know what? I'm gonna become a licensed clinical social worker. I'm going to utilize this degree to its fullest. Now, what took you to that point?
1: So initially the program itself, Mm -hmm. just getting through grad school was, it was, it was, it was very hard. It was so, Oh my God, it was so hard to the point where I knew I could not work full time Mm -hmm. and get through the program. So that's the first thing. But when I finally graduated, it was like, I'm done. I don't want no life. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, it was like, God was like, What are you doing? Uh-huh. How, how are you going to be done? Right. If I called you to this, you know, you're going to go all the way.
2: Right.
1: So I initially went and I got my associate license. So the funny thing about my, when I went and pursued my associate license, I was trying to do it in my own strength. And the Mm. reason I say that is because I was studying for it, but I was depending. It it was almost like I was depending on other people's prayers to get me to pass it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I made that mistake. Mm -hmm. And to the point where I was so anxious, I was so nervous about it. Mm -hmm. And it was like I knew I was not giving it to God. Right. So I went in and took the exam. And I failed it by five points. Five points. Five points the very first time for my associates. I was devastated. But God immediately reminded me, who are you trusting? Mm. Who are you trusting? So I found out after I failed it by five points Mm -hmm. that um, you can retest within 30 days or something like that. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wait. Because usually you would have to wait three months. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, to retest if it's more than five points. Okay. So I was like, okay, so... This second time, I was like, okay, God, I'm surrendering it all to you. Mm -hmm. The morning of my exam, my husband and the girls, everyone had left home. I was in the room, and I was um, studying the morning of my exam. Mm -hmm. And it was like the Holy Spirit, I heard it so clear. He said, I created the heavens above the earth below, and everything in between. Amen. What else is it I can't do? Woo. So I closed my study material that morning. My God. And I knew then, I started praising God because I knew I had, I was going to pass the exam because mm-hmm. he had clearly said, okay, what else is it I can't do?
0: Exactly.
1: So I went and I took my exam, and I clicked submit, and it said, congratulations. Ooh. But this <laughs> is the funny thing. The same five points that I failed it by the first time, uh-huh. he gave me back. I passed it by five points. That's so it was your like, mouth. God is such a, he, he yes. just got such a sense of humor. He does. And I was like, you know what? You <laughs> See, these are the same five points you were supposed to have the first time right. when you wasn't putting your whole trust in me. That's right. And so I i love to share that story. And so to fast forward to the clinical license. Mm-hmm. So once again, I was done. I was like, okay, I got my associates. So yeah, no part. Was, you want to That was so. Once again, he reminded me, "You can't stop. You got to go all the way." The clinical license is the highest you can license that you can achieve as a social worker. Mm -hmm. So I was like, "Okay, guy, here we go." I don't (laughs) want to start this studying because it's so. Oh my God, it it was just a lot. It takes a lot out of you to Mm -hmm. to study for it. And so, once again. My husband drove me to the test, and we had to go, because this was during the pandemic, actually, so a lot of testing sites was closed, Mm -hmm. so he had to drive me to Alabama to test for my clinical license, Mm -hmm. so, no, 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 I'm sorry, I drove to Alabama, he came up afterwards, but I remember driving to the hotel, Mm -hmm. and I was thinking, he don't need to drive up here. What if I don't pass it? He got a cup he talk about he go cup to celebrate. God started dealing with me again. Oh. Like, oh my Lord. Now these are the these are the secret thoughts sometimes wow. we think we have yeah. but God be like, Okay, I hear them thoughts. Yeah, right. Like,
0: man, come on.
1: Right, <laughs> right. You know, and so um, you know, so once again, you know, I was laying on the bed and that morning of the exam mm-hmm. and you know, it was like he gave me another scripture. I'm like, "Oh my Lord, Ugh. oh my Lord," and um, I closed my study material, and I knew once again I had passed the exam. My God! So I went in, took the exam, and I just cried when it said "Congratulations" oh. because I think I had passed it like 13 points oh or my something. About 13 points, but it was, it was, it was really good, and um, I, I truly know. If it had not been for the Lord Amen. on my side, I can truly say it was nobody, nobody, but
0: him. and he, and he, that's how he operates when yes. you know, it's yes. him, yes. you know, it is him yes. point blank. And, uh, I am just, um, honored to, to know that through your journey, not one time did you divvy away from not trusting him, right? Even in your doubts. You trusted him, and you still had an ear to hear from him. Yes. And it's so important to have that ear to hear from the Lord um, and not question it. Just like, okay, Lord, it's what you say. Okay, I mm-hmm. got it. I, I honor that, Aisha, um, very, very much. Thank you. And um, before we go to the break, I do want to point out about uh, your ministry for Young Girls. Uh, you are beautiful, and you have an event coming up, and yes. it's
1: yearly, right? Yes. Okay. Right now it's yearly. i um, looking into possibly doing something like maybe every 6 months or okay. something but right now it's once a year.
0: Okay. So right after the spiritual fortitude praise rate we'll we'll get in a little bit more on that. Um I do uh know that um uh, my niece uh I saw a picture of her. She attended uh one year, Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, yes. I was like is that a Jordan? Yeah. I mean, Jordan. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. So you've been doing
1: this for a while because she just turned 21. Right. So you've been right. doing
0: this for a while. That's beautiful. Right.
1: Man. A few years and then the pandemic hit. And gotcha. then
0: I kind of put it off. Un- then, Understood. Yeah. Understood. So we're gonna get in a little bit more about you are beautiful, and then we're gonna get into it about your books. All right. We're talk a little bit about that. <laughs> so uh we are coming up to the bottom of the hour, ladies and gentlemen. So we're gonna get into the spiritual fortitude praise break. And today's song is Real Love by Kirk Franklin and the family. Now,
2: it's the spiritual fortitude praise break. On 102.6, The
1: Situation.
0: yes ma'am and that was our spiritual fortitude praise break song real love by kirk franklin and the family kirk is actually in town tonight uh dr wanda hudson is here in the building today she provided breakfast for us bless you so much for that wanda but she's going to the concert y'all you know i'm hating i'm hating for real man because He's there with Maverick City music. Mm. And so I, I told her, I said, just sing gyra for me, <laughs> please. So <laughs> enjoy yourself, sis. But uh, the Spiritual Fortitude Praise Break is sponsored by Anointed Aromas, which is owned and operated by Apostle Lawanda Peters. Good morning, Apostle Peters. Anointed Aromas provides organic hand-poured candles, affirmation candles, wax melts, oils, room sprays, body sprays, and more. There are a wide variety of fragrances like Cherry Limeade, Sour Green Apple, Pineapple, Citrus Blend, Lemongrass Sage, Pineapple Mango, Sleep Well, Stress Relief, and Sinus Relief, to name a few. Order yours today at lawandapeters.com forward slash shop. Get your candle today. Um... I'm here with my guest, Mrs. Aisha Thomas, and uh, we're just chopping it up a little bit. Uh, she just shared a powerful testimony about her journey and her profession as a licensed clinical social worker. And so now we're going to get into um, her ministry, which is called You Are Beautiful. Now, uh, tell us a little bit more information about You Are Beautiful.
1: So You Are Beautiful, um, Y'all yeah, was founded a few years ago but I what happened so I have two two older daughters Mm -hmm. at that time um I was thinking like man I wish it was a program or something that my girls had like where people can because sometimes if your children don't talk to you they'll talk to other people right and so it was during their teenage years adolescent years where I noticed like Some stuff going on And I was like, man And so I would go to them And I would say Listen, if you can't talk to me Mm -hmm. I want you to be able to talk to someone You know And so we went through our challenges Mm -hmm. You know um, Me raising adolescents or whatever And it was challenging So as years went on It was like um, I'm looking for a program Mm -hmm. For my girls But God is like You're going to start the program It's not there Because you're going to do it (laughs) Uh You know and then once I started doing the research, I was like, well, they do have this program for girls. And God said, "What? Your, this is your program. This is what I'm telling you to do. Amen. And so sometimes we try to compare, mm-hmm. you know, the gift or whatever we he's telling us mm-hmm. with other people. Right. But yours is unique because it's you. Amen. Nobody can do what you're doing. Amen. You know? And so um, I said, okay, God, so... It started just like that. I was mm-hmm. like, I have to do it and mm-hmm. I and I, I stepped out on faith. I would always I would pray and then he would give me ideas. Okay. And I would put it down, write it in um in my journal or put it in my phone. Just give me different ideas about what this program is gonna look like. Mm-hmm. It's like he was giving me this vision. And um so, the first year that I had, the very first one, I had it in Albany at the Hilton. Okay. And I did not want to charge. I never wanted to charge. I wanted every girl to be able to come, and I wanted them parents not to have to worry about a cost or anything. Mm-hmm. So, from that point forward, he was like, okay, you're going to do this. You're going to do another one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is going to be a continual process. Uh Like you can't quit. Right. You, you you know, you can't stop. So he's, he showed me all my life. Like every time I want to quit and Mm -hmm. think this is it. He's like, like, it's mm -mm -mm more, you know? So that's, that's how y'all got started. Wow.
0: So this year's conference is when?
1: So this year is going to be held in Dawson. This, this will be the second one in Dawson. Okay. Um, at, um on main street and it's july 16th um from 10 to 2 p.m
0: okay and there are sponsorships available towards the girls attending yes okay and how can like um those that are listening right now how can they contribute to to sponsor a girl Mm -hmm. for the conference
1: so right now they can um i have um, Zelle and Cash App, okay, and so they can send it to either one of those people okay. that want to donate. You mm-hmm. know, um, I don't necessarily have like you know tax write offs and right. all that, I'm working on all of that, okay. But this is the first year that I even put sponsorship out there. Wow. I, I've been doing it strictly just you know, wow. from my own funds or wow. whatever. So, um, and my Cash App is dollar sign Aisha T H O M,
0: okay. And um I think that it's marvelous. And um I stand in agreement that you have a room full of young ladies yes. and that every last one of them are sponsored. Yes. That nothing comes out of your pocket. Yes. That what you sold you will see it turn fruitfully yes. into um um just many, many more ladies, young ladies attending. Yes. So I, I'm standing in agreement with you with that because uh, i think that is wonderful and well needed not just yes, where we're from but it's needed it's everywhere needed. So, everywhere yes, yes ma'am needed. yes ma'am so i i i do i applaud that when i saw Thank that i was you. like oh my god but uh i i smile just because you know growing up with individuals and to see how we're all making an impact in the world a positive impact in the world it just blesses my heart so I, I I see that growing bigger for you thank you yes ma'am thank I do you. I see it growing bigger um, now we're gonna go from community outreach and let's talk about Aisha Thomas the author <laughs> because Aisha Thomas the author okay she she didn't release just one book some months ago guys she released two two books and while both titles are awesome the one that caught my attention the most was 70 times 7 I choose to forgive because when it comes to forgiveness y'all be real about it Mm -hmm. it is not easy especially how how the Lord asks us to forgive 70 times 7 and not just one time all day long, every day, and, uh, yeah, even ministers, yeah, we struggle with that, too, just being human, um, you do, but when you set your mind to actually forgive, truly forgive, it does happen, so, uh, the other book, the second book is 21 Days of Prayer, Rising in the morning to give you praise. I love that, too. And the covers, both covers are awesome, y'all. So, um, Aisha, tell me how, um, first of all, how 70 times 7, I Choose to Forgive, how did you come upon writing that book? Hm.
1: So, 70 times 7 was inspired. I would say I had a situation mm-hmm. in my life that took place in, um, A few years ago, and and it was by someone that was very close to me. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a very hurtful situation. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and God dealt with me after this situation um, that transpired. Mm -hmm. Um, He dealt with me about forgiveness. And honestly, I thought I had forgiven the person. Yes. And... Obviously, maybe not because right. God had to deal with me on it. And so um, I didn't hate the person. Mm-hmm. I did not. Um, I didn't hate them. Mm-hmm. I did not. You know, it was no evil. I didn't have no malice or ill. I just didn't want anything to do with this person. Right. And I felt betrayed mm-hmm. and I felt like it was like, oh, my Lord, you know, but God started reminding me. He took me to Matthew mm. um, 18 mm-hmm. and. And it talks about, you know, how many times must my brother sin against me, and I forgive him. Mm-hmm. And I'm just paraphrasing, but right. he said, and it said seventy times seven. Amen. But and then he talked about the king and the servant. Okay. So the king and the servant was like, this. The servant went to the king, wanting him to forgive his debt. Mm-hmm. You know, probably mm-hmm. know the story. Mm-hmm. But you know, and then, but and then after the king forgave the servant, now this servant goes out. Wanting somebody to pay, pay, you know, Mm -hmm. and he don't want to forgive this person. Like, how you gonna not forgive him? But I just forgave you, your dick, your dick. So I was reading through that, and it was like, okay, Mm -hmm. you know, me myself, I'm not perfect. I've done things, you know, probably hurt people. Mm -hmm. And so God was reminding me, and you want me to forgive you, you got to forgive this person. Amen. I had to go. I had to really walk through deliverance. I had to actually go through. True deliverance and healing, because it was so hurtful, wow, and um God really showed me that he I started having compassion for mm. this person to the point where I actually would cry, Wow, because it was like that's when I knew mm-hmm. that that forgiveness had really started in my heart. Right. It wasn't just in my mouth, it mm-hmm. was really in my heart,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, so when I began to have compassion for this person, I was like, okay. So he just reminded me that other people needed to know as well. Like, mm-hmm. they needed to know that you can, and and I will back up to say, forgiveness does not mean necessarily reconciliation. Right. And you got to be back in right. hanging with yes. them, and, you know, and you don't have to do that. Exactly. But forgiveness, it is a choice, mm-hmm. but it's a process that you go through that you don't necessarily have to be in around that person or trusting that person in that same area again. Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand it. I thought if I truly forgave the person that, oh, we got to be back like we were and forget Mm -hmm. it it ever happened and Mm -hmm. It's okay. And that's not necessarily Mm -hmm. forgiveness, Mm -hmm. you know? So he showed me all of this and he was like, so it was funny because people started coming to me, sharing stories with me Mm -hmm. and it was like, but I don't want to deal with this person, (laughs) this person. And I'm like, "Oh, oh Lord. (laughs) <laughs> and so I knew that I had to share. We go through nothing mm-hmm. just to go through. We don't. We it's don't. always a reason, and I'm always. learning it more and more. It's not about me
0: Mm-mm. at all. Mm-mm. Amen. You know,
1: it's it's so much bigger. Amen. And so, but it's interesting because he would not let me write. I didn't even know this was even going to be because this started out as a um, course, Bless it started God. out as a course. That's why it's, it's more like, it's more like mm-hmm. a journal. Okay. Cause it was just going to be a course, but he's like, no, this is going to be a book, a book <laughs> like a journal where people can actually walk through it wow. and walk through the process of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And so when I put it out there, I had so many people, Oh my God, I mm-hmm. need this. I need wow. that. People were inboxing me. They was coming. Can I come by your house and get another oh book? I need God. to, I'm going through so this. It was just so powerful. Yeah. It was.
0: Your through your obedience, Aisha. It it was powerful, and I'm like, See,
1: this is why you had Mm -hmm. to, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, that's that was that was how that all started, you know. But it wasn't until I went through my healing Mm -hmm. and my process because he had he had to know that I had truly forgiven the person, right? And then when I saw that I had compassion for Mm -hmm. this person to the point of really truly praying sincerely for yes. this person cr- to the point of tears yes like father forgive them mm-hmm. for they do not know what they, they do. do i mean that's powerful Amen. within itself yes, because it is. it's hard it it's is. really hard you know <laughs> and so but i am a working process i can't say what's gonna happen tomorrow right i'm talking about today today <laughs> it's a working prop you know and so yeah I went through that and you know I thank God that I was able that he used me to help other people on this journey.
0: Amen and I, I'm i just uh, so excited I'm telling you um, as I look uh, through it now and I, I see where even the reader uh, can actually write mm-hmm. in and journal about things um, The would you say that That forgiving um, others, that it it served as a a transformation for you?
1: Yes, completely, Mm -hmm. completely. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, what I thought forgiveness was, I was totally, I thought, oh, I forgive you, and you keep on, and you kind of put it like behind you like don't even deal with Mm -hmm. it but you got to deal with that thing you you know and you you can't just put it behind you and just say it with your words because eventually
2: Mm -hmm.
1: something gonna come up Mm -hmm. or it's gonna you know
0: and it'll just trigger Mm -hmm. that hurt all over Mm -hmm. again and and to be transparent I'm dealing with that right now Mm. and I thought that I had completely forgiven somebody Mm. and I realized I have not and I've allowed God to deal with me. Yes. Constantly. And mm. the one thing I can truly say about healing is that it ain't pretty. It is painful mm. because you have to deal with every inch of what you're feeling. Yes. And allow God to remove that hurt and pain. Yes. Um, and I feel, uh, not even feel, I know that my heart is transforming but i know it's for the better Mm -hmm. so i i can truly attest to this so i i'm grateful for 70 times 7 because i'm going to incorporate it into um my journey of of healing and forgiving right now i am so thank you so very much for being obedient to god to put this out because it's needed more than you Mm. ever will know Mm. but um I had, uh, and uh, I'm going to tell you what what brought me to that point of realizing that, you know, the individual that hurt me so bad that that I didn't realize that I had not forgiven him. I had um, one of my sorority sisters sent me a text out the blue. You know, she and I don't talk often. She sent a text out the blue, and she was like, uh, Angela, um, I'm really having a hard time forgiving a relative Mm. for something he did Mm. years ago. She didn't reveal, I kind of had an idea of what it was, but she didn't reveal and, and, and it's deep. Mm. She was like, I just can't seem to forgive him. She said, just, just when I think I'm there, I'm not. What? And I'm gonna and tell you the advice that I gave her, ironically, was that she gonna, I said, you're gonna have to continue to forgive him daily. Mm. Until you're at that point Where you know you're forgiving them That's what I told her But then after that That's when God started dealing with me And saying well well, hold up now Mm. That that was beautiful advice you gave her (laughs) However (laughs) You you got some unsettled unforgiveness In your heart Let's deal with that Mm. That that didn't feel good Aisha That Mm. didn't feel good at all But nevertheless I said okay God Your will because yes. I, obviously I, I i do need to do this and i and i know and understand that once i completely get there mm-hmm. that it's going to change my life oh yeah I, I feel it um but what what would you have told her
1: i would say first pray pray for the person because mm-hmm. the more you pray for for them mm-hmm. truly pray for them right the more that god will do the inner work mm-hmm. you know it'll become I mean, it almost become like because the more I prayed for this individual, Mm -hmm. it was like the more that's when the compassion came. That's when the you know I moved beyond me. Amen. You know because I realized this is not about me. True. You know. Absolutely. And so the more I prayed, the more compassion I felt. The more I knew, okay, you have truly forgiven this person now. Mm -hmm. So I would tell someone that's dealing with unforgiveness mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. pray for them amen pray for them you know read matthew mm-hmm. 18 okay. about the king and the servant okay. and you know and just be reminded how when god forgive us mm-hmm. and he forgive us our sins yes. you know we're we're like filthy right yes. we're wretched you yes. know we we and he forgive us he so who up. am i not to forgive amen but what i have learned Um, Dr. Kendall, on this journey with forgiveness from people that I've talked to and Mm -hmm. even my own situation. Mm -hmm. Like I said, people feel that if I forgive them, I'm weak or I feel like they won Mm -hmm. or they feel like I have to be around them Mm -hmm. or I got to go back to that same. And and that is not true. That's true. You can set boundaries. You can set boundaries and you can forgive them, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to put yourself back in that position to be hurt again, amen. you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can forgive you and never deal with you again. That's true. And that's okay, that's you know, true. but you have to truly allow God to really work it. You can't just be saying it. That's you true. got to go through the process. That's true. You know, so that's what I would say.
0: Well, what if you have to work? What would if you have to deal with them though? <laughs> what if you got? you like, you got to deal with this person. You, you can't get away from it. What, what, you know, you got to deal with them. How, how do you do, do you just set boundaries even with that, you know, what they call feeding them a long handle spoon, you know, how, how do you like once, once you've forgiven this individual, but you know, you got to deal with them. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's possible as well. You can, mm-hmm. you can forgive some, someone and, and deal with them, mm-hmm. you know, um, especially if it's someone you can't, you know, that you have to be around right. or something like that. For instance, if it's a husband and wife mm-hmm. or a parent or Mm -hmm. something like that you Mm -hmm. know you can still have boundaries but not to the point where it's going to so let me back up I don't want to say the wrong thing so if it's a if obviously if it's a couple if it's a marriage right you know that's different
0: great example though yeah Mm -hmm.
1: yeah seek counseling seek therapy you know, I tell people, nothing wrong with Jesus and therapy. Amen. Nothing wrong with that. Amen. <laughs> to help go through, you know, yes. work through the process, mm-hmm. to be able to process it because you're you're human. Right. And you're not a robot. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you need that professional or that person to kind of help you go mm-hmm. through the process. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and even if you're not married, mm-hmm. you know, you may need that, you know. Right. So, um, yeah, so I can understand what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes it's like, But if you have to deal with them, you know, so you can still pray for them. True. Pray wholeheartedly for them until God worked that thing through you and in you. Amen. You know, don't stop praying about it.
0: Amen. Love it. Love it. And that ultimately allows you to walk in love. Yes. When you got to deal with them. Yes. Yeah. I got it. Yes.
2: Got it. Got it. Got
0: it. Got it. Um, Your second book. Is twenty-one days of prayer rising in the morning to give you praise?
1: How did you come up with this one? So with that one, I love to pray. Amen. My family knows I'll pray at the drop of a dime. <laughs> Amen. I love to pray. Um, I see your husband nodding his head like, "Yo." <laughs> I do. I do. I um I I have family and friends. They'll call me pray. Pray for me, pray Amen. for me, you know, and I'll do it because I love to pray. Amen. And so what I found was people would always reach out to me mm-hmm. for, to pray, mm-hmm. to pray. But they would feel like when I pray, it's not, it don't sound like you are, God don't hear, it's no particular That's way to right. pray. Tell them, just pray, yes. you know. So God dealt with me once again about just do a practical journal mm-hmm. for 21 days. Just wake up. And, and just pray these prayers. Th- those are prayer starters. Amen. That is not right. the end all. You just, right. you know, it's a prayer starter. Okay. And I tell people that, um, that I share the books with, mm-hmm. that particular book, I say, look, this is a prayer starter. So you may start praying my prayers in this book, but mm-hmm. you may continue on right. in your own, you know. Exactly. So it's just something to get you started. You know, right. um, because some people you believe, believe it or not, don't pray at all. They don't because they're
0: afraid that they, that they're, they're not going to say the right things. But I always tell people that you just, it's direct communication That's with God. It. That's all there is. You just
1: talk You're to, just God. Talking to God. There's no particular way exactly. to, you just talk to him. Just talk to him. That's
0: it. Yeah. So you ain't got to use the thus and the thou. No. Just
1: talk. No. Cause he
0: looking at you like, you don't talk like that. Right. Right. <laughs>
1: right and even when he when he communicates with me mm-hmm. he speaks to me in the way that i understand yes it. you yes, know he, he don't does. he don't come to me like aisha thou art right aisha, you know he speaks to me in the way that he know how I
0: exactly you don't so hear it, all right. the music and all that <laughs> like
1: on tv <laughs> that's not how it happens <laughs>
0: amen so oh my oh my god Have mercy, okay. Aisha. How can <laughs> thank you first and foremost so much. Doctor Wanda always says the your Show is never long enough. We're gonna work on that.
1: <laughs> but um, how can how can
0: our listeners find you?
1: Okay, so um, well, I'm I am on social media. Mm-hmm. I have Twitter and Facebook. Um, they can reach me, Aisha Thomas LCSW, on Facebook. Okay. Um, and then of course, let me share about the book as well or uh yeah how can they how can they find find so it's on barnes and noble Mm -hmm. and amazon
0: okay Mm -hmm. okay amen so i got like two minutes so um ladies and gentlemen i just want you to know that uh i appreciate you (laughs) i'm looking at rob i appreciate you listening this morning Aisha. thank you so much for your testimony and i'm i'm definitely would love to bring you back so that you can talk about the beauty and the journey of your marriage because yes. I can tell that you and Mr. Thomas have a beautiful one. And so I would love to have you back maybe later, like in the fall, okay. and we can talk about that Um but truly, truly, your, your story is beautiful. And thank I just you. pray that God continues to use you tremendously. Thank you. Tremendously. Thank you. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening in. Um, let's uh, go before God in prayer. Father God, thank you so much for yet another day. Thank you for this beautiful episode, Father God. And continue yes. to cover um, Aisha and Derek and their family, Father God, in the name of Jesus. God. Lord, I want to continue to lift up the kennel family the hudson family the jordan family the evans family and the green family father god continue to bless those that are affiliated with this radio station because we trust you and honor you and what you're doing with it lord and we just praise you and give you thanks for every bit of what you're doing because we see you we see you working we see you working and we're grateful for every every gift that you bless upon this radio station and father god I thank you so much for the opportunity to do this show. Continue to move the way you see fit, Lord. And um, bless our listeners, Father God. I plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one of them and cover them under the blood because the blood continues to work, Lord. It has tremendous, miraculous power, and I thank you for that right now. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Listeners, four things. You know the drill. Guard your heart. Protect your peace pack your patience, and most of all, ladies and gentlemen, walk in love. See you next week.